0: Welcome to the Parsha Pick-Me-Up, a podcast to brighten your week and give a little added insight into the weekly Torah portion. After the great spiritual high of Akedat Yitzchak, the binding of Isaac, we might have expected that the Torah should turn to the final years and the glorious accomplishments of Avram. He finally has reached his height. This is it. We'll find out what he does at the very top of his spiritual game. But that's not what happens. While Avram is at the center of our Parsha in so many ways, it seems that the focus of the narrative has shifted dramatically away from him and toward something else. And the theme of our Parsha is actually marriage. The beginning of our portion describes Avram's efforts to secure a final resting place for his beloved wife, Sarah. Then, Avram's servant takes up most of the narrative portion, and this is all in his search for a wife for Yitzchak. Yitzchak and Rivka marry, and finally Avraham marries again, even though we don't really have much of the details. And Avraham married another woman, and her name was Keturah. So, Chayesara is not so much about a particular person as it is about a particular bond which exists between husband and wife, so it begins with the death of Sarah and her mourning. Sarah, Sarah dies. Arba, with Kirat Arba, which is really Chevron in the land of Canaan. Vayavo Avraham and Avram goes the Sarah to eulogize and mourn Sarah, and to cry over her, and it concludes in a parallel manner with the comfort that Yitzchak finds. In his marriage to Rivka. And Yitzchak brings her to the tent of Sarah, his mother, and he takes Rivka for a wife, and she was his wife, and he loved her. And he found comfort now after his mother. Our Parsha, aside from being about marriage and giving us a sense that it has some important role to play, actually makes two distinct comments about the nature of marriage. So one of those is marriage as the basis for a society. Before Rivka leaves her family, they give her a bracha. And they blessed Rivka and they said to her, Achotenu, our sister At hayila Fe Rivava, may you be thousands and myriads. Virash Zarech et Sharsonov and may your descendants inherit the gates of their enemies. And over here, we see marriage as the basis for a family, as the basis for society, not just in the fact that if people are so lucky and so blessed, it produces children and who knows, thousands or myriads of thousands of descendants, but it actually creates a society that may compete with other societies for its moral vision. What kind of society do you want to make? Who will oppose it? We hope you will win. And that is one way of looking at marriage, and that's a way of looking at marriage that's real and important. But there is also another way of looking at marriage that appears in our Parsha. In fact, it makes its first appearance in Parsha Bereshit, and that is the marriage of companionship and friendship and love. You may recall at the very beginning when God creates Adam, Adam is lonely, and so God makes him a mate. And Adam is looking at all of these different creations and creatures of the world, but Chava is different. Zotapami says, This time, Etzem Etzemai, bone of my bone of Asar Mipsari, flesh of my flesh. She's different from everything else. Alkenya, of Ish et. Imo, Therefore, a man must leave his father and his mother, vidavak and cling to his wife, Yulavasar echad, and they should be one flesh. We see over here a theme which is very different. We see the idea that man alone, and that really means man or woman, man alone is not living in absolutely full existence. Hashem makes us. In a manner that we are supposed to be companions for each other, we are supposed to fill out the outline of someone's life. So, to an hour parsha, we find that Yitzchak loves Rivka in a verse that we have already seen together. We saw that Yitzchak brings Rivka to the tent of Sarah, his mother, et Rivka, and he marries Rivka, and she is a wife for him, veha, and he loved her. This is the other major portion of marriage. Marriage is not necessarily only about creating a society. It's not only about being blessed, hopefully, with children. But it's very much about companionship and friendship and love. And that's why God puts that narrative in for us with the creation of Adam and reminds us again in our Parsha that marriage is not a single dimensional item. It is something that has many facets to it. One facet is the facet of a substructure of society, and the other facet is something that is an existential state for a couple to be for each other, to be together and to make something new. They cling to each other. That explains as well why we have a narrative about Avraham remarrying. We may have thought that Keturah has nothing to do with the destiny of the Jewish people and the destiny of the world. And so why do we need to learn that Avraham marries again? except for the fact that the fact that Avraham marries again tells us that there is something important and worthy here, even if it's not about producing a family, even if it's not about producing the future or changing the future of the entire world. Avraham marries Keturah because marriage itself is so worthy and important. And now Avraham exists once again in this relationship of friendship and love, and companionship. And in that way, he sets an example for us. And in the Torah's inclusion of this narrative, we get a very different sense of what marriage is about. Marriage is, of course, about producing a society, and it is the basis for a society. It is also a miniature society, something unique and special, a beautiful and existential bond between husband and wife. These are both key elements of a Jewish life. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Parsha Pick Me Up and that it brightened your week with just a little bit of Torah. Please reach out to me at RabbiUSH.org to share your comments or to become a sponsor. You can also sponsor by visiting our website, ush.org. Please come, daven, learn, and spend some time with us. And please share this episode with anyone who might enjoy it.